Hello and welcome back to the Miss Manichen Show. Thanks for joining me for the fifth installment of the 100 Mass Men series, where I interview men from all walks of life about what masculinity means to them and interacting with women in 2020. Today, I'm dropping two episodes for you, and I've noticed we struggle not only about what to say, but also on finding the right time to have hard conversations. It seems like we're never really ready for it. So how do we get the courage to talk openly and honestly? In this episode, I sit down over a couple drinks with our masked man, number five, husband material, who has been happily married for seven years. He talks about his discomfort with dating apps today, shares his candid true love story on meeting the one, getting called out about his intentions, choosing love over fear, and ultimately rising up to become a husband for his wife. Single men take note. Let's get into this. I hope you enjoy the show. So the first question is, what does being a man mean to you? Being a man means, well, it's actually a complicated answer. To me, it's, it's basically finding that, that balance of strength and um, understanding. Because you have to be the, like, the backbone also, or, or like, you, like, you have to be the spine or the legs for, for a lot of things. But at the same time, you also have to be very understanding to things that you really don't understand. So, like, for, like, to make it simple, it's like, they, the old saying is, uh, the man brings home the bread. Obviously, that is not a current thing, because everyone is equally making, capable, capable yeah. and making and doing what they need to do. So, those sayings are out the door. So, but even with that, there is a fact that, you know, most, most women are not as strong as most men. And most men have, having that strength doesn't mean that they necessarily know what the hell to do with it. So they also need advice. And the, where, where they get centered? Their closest female, their mother, their sister, their girlfriend, their wife, mm -hmm. their grandma. They get that from a lady. Mm -hmm. And so with that understanding, they can find a direction for their strength to, to know what to do with it. Being a man is, it's understanding yourself, being able to be the foundation that one may need, and being able to support yourself and help others as well. Because if you can't support yourself, you can't help anyone else. Do you think it's kind of like, I don't know which company it is, but like with great power comes great responsibility kind of idea? That like, because men are, like you said, physically stronger, that it's part of their duty to have to protect women. That are close to you, like the ones that matter. I agree with that. Uh, and I grew up with that concept. I'm a, I'm a big comic book fan. And so a lot of my, my comic book heroes are stronger men. And they did protect their, their, their loved ones. So it's not just like their, their lover. It's also their loved ones. So they were always that strength. And so every uh, male um, figure in my life that I respected highly was a protector or someone that could emotionally understand and deal with the issues that they faced. So what about women today that are like, I don't need no man, I don't need protection, I got my shit together, I'm stronger than them actually, you know, I can lift more than them, fuck you. What, what happens with those ones? When it comes down to people like this, the fact of the matter is, no one is perfect. Everyone needs something, everyone needs someone, and everyone has a want. And whether that is a bag of chips or it's a person or it's a car, it's a want. It means you are at some point and sometime, at some point and sometimes incomplete. And you need something there to bounce off of, to talk to, to um, express and, 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 and give a reaction or get a reaction from mm -hmm. something or someone. So that means that even if you're with all that power, 
you still need someone else to show it to or bounce ideas off of. So if, if there are women out there stronger, which there are, there are so many women out there and I respect them for being stronger. Like Ronda Rousey, beautiful person, okay? Mm-hmm. She can whoop someone's ass, mm-hmm. okay? I think that's hot personally, personally, but... But you think that her man has to be stronger? No. A person, a person with strength is not looking for strength. A person with strength is looking for more understanding. She's looking for, I'm, I'm, a, I'm just assuming that she's looking for someone that can understand where she's not. So if we're talking about like male stereotypes and female stereotypes, the male is, you know, the strong, protective provider type. So mm-hmm. if a woman is the strong provider type, then you're saying she needs to go find an understanding person. How many understanding type guys are out there and aren't those guys kind of emasculated? Because there's so many more strong women out there now. Because we need to be, right? Yeah. We would not like a whole bunch of like feminine-ish guys, right? So no. how, is, how is this going to work where they still get that same duality? You see, and, and it's a harder playing, playing field because of that. It's, uh-huh. it's because we, 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 we don't just have male-female anymore. We don't just have that. We have so many different types of personalities and, and, and ways of life now. And so you can't just generalize everything the way it used to be. So it's a lot more complicated in that sense, but not impossible. I do believe with a lot of understanding you can find someone that reciprocates what you're looking for. And, and, and in that sense, I think it's better to know yourself first. Because if you spend time knowing who you are and what you want out of life and what you don't want, then it'd be a lot more easier to recognize that person when they show themselves and they're in your life. But how come there's always guys that are like, oh, well, I don't know myself, so I'm going to try and figure it out by figuring it out with a multitude of women, you know? It goes both ways in that sense. I see that. <laughs> see that? <laughs> everyone's right? everyone's playing out, playing playing the field out there. They're, they're having fun, you know. And a lot more these days because there's less commitment these days in 2020. Let's be honest, there's not as much commitment. You, yeah. You've been married for for seven years now. So seven years. What's been the playing field? Because you obviously still have single friends. You're pretty young. You're like young 30s, right? Yeah, so I'm 34. What do single guys that you're friends with now? How do they look at the dating scene compared to how you did seven years ago? Well, I could I could say the the changing game right now would be those apps that they that they use the online apps the the phone apps. You could like literally swipe by. I'm not I'm not just saying Tinder because I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones, and everyone <laughs> everyone gets in on it and they basically just it's it's pretty shallow the fact that someone could just swipe 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 yes like no like this and that you know, your face is weird your nose is weird like you know you, like that shallow, that yeah. is too shallow for the game itself like. The real original dating game was a spark interaction or love at first sight, as they call it, which is in quotes because it's not actual love, but you know what I mean? It's just like you see someone, you got that light in your, in your soul or whatever, and you just want to talk to them, you want to be around them, you want to understand them, you want to know a little more. And, you know, you can call it like a light infatuation, but what do we have now? We don't have that. We have, I see that, oh, that person gives me the... It's not a spark anymore. It's like a sexual arousal, like a like arousal, like you're, you're getting from looking at the person's face. Because most times, and I'm not gonna say from my personal experience, I don't have experiences using that, yeah. but I do have a story where a person had used it the same day, and I was there with this person, and they used it in the bar, uh-huh. and they showed me, hey, what do you think about this guy or whatever? And I'm I'm looking, and I'm like, okay, okay, whatever, and. She's swiping, she's swiping away, and she's like, what about this guy? You know what? He's cool. And she messages him on there. I don't know how it works, but I don't, think, I don't imagine for guys it would work that fast. But she messages him and says, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I'm in the bar. I'm having a couple of drinks with my friends. 
And he messages back and says, hey, you know, how many friends are you with? And he passes by with one of his buddies. And I didn't think the guy was actually going to show up while I was there having drinks with them. He walks in and sits down with us. And I'm like, yo, in my head. Like, obviously, I'm like, yo, what up? How you doing? Da, da, da. In my head, I'm like, that's the guy off the phone. You think that's weird? That was trippy for me. Really? 100% trippy. Because it's like, now I'm in the future. This is what we call future. For, in the 90s, that was some future shit. So for me, it's like, you just, you just messaged the guy on the phone. Don't know him. No history. No friends. No, relative, no, no, no one connected to him. He came in the same night. You had drinks with him and went home with him. That's how it goes. That's I was like, yo, never in my life that happened. <laughs> you think that's wild? That's, that's that is, wild as fuck. That is normal. Yeah it's, yeah, it's normal now, I guess. So I experience with Tinder is people will greet me with a dick pic. That's how it goes, right? So that's Tinder. Um, High school guys do it. Right. <laughs> so, so. I, I get greeted with dick pics like on the subway. Like I'll get like airdrops. What it is about me, but anyway, that's what I get. But Bumble is supposed to be the feminist um, app, and this is my thing about Bumble. Basically, the woman has to be the first one to make the first move. Right? That's interesting. So, unfortunately, the guys are just going to swipe right on all of them because the only ones that are going to swipe back are the ones that finally say yes and message you because the woman is supposed <laughs> to go first. So, when a girl starts says hi, how are you? Like. It's between me and like 200 other girls because we swipe right on all of them, like 100% of them. Yeah, so it's a bit I, weird. You know what I mean? So now it's like, it's different when you go into a public setting and then you scan the room and then you lock eyes with somebody and that's a thing, right? Versus like, that's the realness it's, it's though. literally now like a computer board. Algorithms. <laughs> like a spreadsheet of like who, who, who's the most likely <laughs> yeah, tonight. Algorithms. It's, it's algorithm dating and that's not, that's not it. That's not it. You're going to end up going through a lot of randos. Like, and the randos are going to give you the, the bad impressions that some people may have. A lot of people's worst impressions in dating come from those randos. Mm -hmm. And those are people you were never really intending to cross paths with, but you did because of their looks. Yeah, or like they like something that you like. Because everything's so sexualized now, because of like Tinder and the photos and everything like that. Fact. Do you not think it's also because of like what beauty is now? Like everything's more accentuated curves, the whole Kim K look, you know, wop, you know, like overly sexualized stuff, right? Do you think that is doing a disservice to women by yes. being overly sexualized? Yes, because, well, personally, I mean, I love beauty. I love a woman's beauty. I really respect it because only a woman can bear the beauty of God. It's a, a guy. A guy's hot, but like, you know, what's hot on him? His abs, his shoulders, his ass. What, women, I mean, a every line. a jawline, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But women, you know, eyelash could be sexy. Yo, her elbow could be her leg, her kneecap. Yo, anything, kneecaps. anything. You know, it's like yo, a woman. Every part of her is like one little hair popping out that could be sexy to some people. It doesn't matter. A woman bears all of this, um, and a man cannot ever do that. Yeah, I, I would say beauty is not the first adjective. Yes. No, this. straight up, <laughs> it's not. It's it's how we it's how we like approach. It's it's our approach. It's like the first word that comes out of our mouth. It's if like you know, it's got we gotta have a, we gotta have more than one or we gotta have more than five fucking things going for us. As in looks. You're, you have goals, you're, you're not clingy, you gotta get rid of the pet peeves, and then you, can, then you have a chance, <laughs> you know, like that's what it is. A lot of people have these peeves, and a lot of guys just, we harbor different peeves. 
And we don't know that because we're, that's part of our comfort. You know, I, I meet a lot of guys that I'm, and I'm OCD and I meet guys that I can't even deal with. You know, really? yeah, I mean, guys, I, I walk into a man's home and you got empty bottles of pop on the ground and empty boxes of this and bags of chips empty. I'm start kicking things just to get through. And that's probably disrespect to some people. You're going to kick his stuff? Bro, it's all over the floor. What kind of man is this? That means that my man over here is a messy, messy mofo, you know, like, and that's probably his head too. His head's mess. You know, so those things speak to me. You know, I walk in there and there's bottles on the floor and there's stuff all over the place. Yo, I can't expect this guy <laughs> to like, take life seriously. Interesting. Right away. I'm just like, yeah, I, whatever with this guy. What are some other attributes about guys that you'd be like, yeah, I can't? Everyone's got a strong opinion, but some guys got so, so strong of an opinion, they won't even hear another's. And yeah. Do they, do they just like, talk louder over you? Like, what, what are the examples? Or they might agree to disagree in a way that they'll be like, oh, well, yeah, well. I think what I think, and that's it. I'm good. Yeah, it's soft. Soft. Like that, when someone says it's soft, they're either trying to put a period in, in the sentence or in the conversation because they just want to agree to disagree, or they're just too embarrassed or afraid to get into the debate of it. Are there specific topics where normally they cut things off? Is it usually emotional? Sometimes, yeah. I believe in the equality in a relationship. So when I, when I see a man talking down to a girl, or when I say talking down, I mean like, he makes casual jokes and belittles her or something. Like I, I witnessed once, I'm not gonna say, there's no, this, is, this is years ago, and a guy made a joke to a girl he was dating and called her like a cow or something, something like that. And I looked at, my head like flipped, my head, like my neck jerked. And I was like, yo, looking at her, like what's she gonna do? She gonna, she gonna clap him, she's gonna slap him. <laughs> you can't talk she like should, that. she should, she should. Even if he's joking, <laughs> yeah. she should. And she turned around and she kind of like went, ha okay, whatever. And I was like, yo, I wanna hit him for you. Because even if he's joking, it now allows. changes the playing field, like allows the things that he will say to you in the future to be just on that level. And if you laughed today, then one day when you don't laugh and you flip, he will be out of place. He will be like, yo, how, what's wrong with you? And, and you know, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, don't be a yes woman. And a lot of times I find girls like accepting things for accepting things for whatever the guy brings to the table. I don't know what it is. I'm not a female in that sense, but when I, see, when I ask girls sometimes, I'm like, why do you subject yourself to certain things? Or why? Because as a, as a male, if I was a female, because I had two sisters, I would never subject myself to that kind of shit. I would never let a man speak to me that way, even if he's joking. I would stop him right there. If we, even if we're having the best time ever, and all of a sudden he turns around and he goes, goes man, yeah, or you should stop eating that like that because you look like a pig. I'd turn around and be like, yo, bro, and shove it in his mouth. I would shove the whole thing in his mouth. So huh. I'm going to tell you why we don't do that, okay? We don't do that because you're, if, you, if that happened to you mm. as a man, yeah, you guys are going to have a fight. And then somebody's going to win. Or, or don't do know, that. Say some, don't some, do that. Something's going to happen. But you can look at another guy and size him up. And then just by both of your energies, one of you is going to back down. Mm. Or if you don't back down, it actually is a fight. And then someone wins. Right? Yeah, and that's not what you want. You can't do that in a man to woman situation because if a woman says fuck you, I'm gonna clap back, what's the percentage of guys that are like, okay, cool, whatever? Or fuck you, I'm gonna fuck you up right now, right? Mm. So when I've said no, the times that I've said no, I got fucked up, right? And now he knows that I said no. He knows that I tried to fight back and I didn't win. So that's like ultimate power, disrespect, everything. Yeah, right? some, so yeah. now I'm afraid to do it next time, right? So most girls just kind of like play it off 
because it's not safe. You can't, I mean, I would, I would do that in public, sure, because I'm, I feel safe yeah, in public. Yeah, exactly. But if this is someone I'm with, it's a different way to go about I can't that. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Right? If yeah, you're right. So if it is if it is someone you're with versus someone like in a, some random in the street, it's a very different situation you're dealing with. But mm. I would say handle it like a lady in the sense of when someone is disrespecting you, address it. Don't be quiet. But what if you don't feel like it's safe? Like what if it's like life or death? It's either like, you know, I I say it and he can potentially knock me out or I don't say it at all and we carry on kind of normalish and then I awkwardly go home. Right. You know, like that that's our version of then evaluate what he brings to the table and if he's necessary in your universe. You're right. And I think that's, that ends up being the problem. Because yeah. he has diminished her self-worth so much by then. You're worth something. That, a lot. Yeah. That she finally, like by then, she's just diminished into, you know, nothing and is just so afraid of, you know, being alone that she'll kind of latch on. And, you know, I feel, I feel close to that because, I mean, personally, my mother was abused as a, as a child and she's always, she's always felt powerless towards men and because of that growing up I watched her like gather her strength slowly over the years like learn how to speak back and say what she means and not stand for certain things and I watched her go through some abusive men and then reach a point where she just didn't want to be around any men and actually till this day she she's single and um, she's an awesome woman, great woman, powerful woman. She's got a lot of energy and I'm glad that she has chosen to like keep it to herself and share it with someone who's worth sharing it with. Because that's what she says. She says, she says, I don't choose to be alone. I just haven't met the right person to be with. And before, it took her years to figure out that what she wants and what she doesn't want. And she accepted for years the type of behavior she didn't want. And I, I kind of watched that. And as a child, when you know in your heart something is wrong, but you don't have the politics to speak, that's just what I was living in, staring at it. And my sister is young, so my sister didn't really know. She's a baby. I'm a middle. My brother, he, he relived it. He relives it all the time. And it kind of messes him up because he was old enough to kind of kind of understand. So I can tell that's why he's kind of like um, edgy these days. Like he's a bit odd these days because he's like he sees the way things were and he doesn't have all the answers. Me, I constantly ask questions about what I was seeing. And so over the time, as my mom understood what was happening to her, she tried to tell me what she what was seeing. I remember like she would always grab me and say, don't do that, that, like what he just did there. Stay away from that. Don't ever be like that. What's an example of that? Um, one time she was with this guy and he had cheated on her and she let him come live with us. So she, he had already moved in. Mm. He'd been with us for like a year or two now. And he's not my dad. That guy's not my dad. So he's living there. I think I, I was like maybe 10 or 11 or something like that. And one day he comes in and he literally like went, ran past me, ran to her when she was in her room. He walks up past me and my, my room was next door to his, but I was coming up the stairs. He ran past me, pushed me aside, ran up to her and he grabbed her by the shirt. You know, as if like a guy grabbing another guy's shirt and pulling him in, mm -hmm. grabbed her like that. And I was to able, just enough able to run up and see him do that. And then he slammed the door in my face. So I couldn't come in and help her. So he grabbed her, right? And all I saw was that glimpse. And then he was just like, I heard him in the door because it's, it's locked now. Yeah. So I've got my ear on the door going, what the hell? Like, look at my mom. And he's like, he's like, don't you ever do that. Don't ever call that person. And nah, nah, nah. So he cheated on her and she called the girl Ooh. and found the number, right? And called the girl and said, you've been calling my house to talk to him, but it's my house, blah, blah, blah. And they went, on, they went in on it. And then she found out that that girl was down to meet up with her. So she met up with her and spoke to her about him. And then he got caught. So that girl didn't even know he was with someone. Oh, and living and living mm -hmm. with us. 
So it's like, yo, he got caught. So instead of the man accepting it and being manning up and just coming home and apologizing, he storms past her, ch her child, her house, in her house, pushes me to the wall to get past me, runs up and, and locks the door and just gives her like, like, a, like a who's boss, like grabs her chest and says, yo, don't ever, don't ever effing do see, this. And this. See, that's what I mean. Like, that's I the, witnessed that. That's the last thing that guy, it's funny because, you know, guys always say like, oh, girls always just like resort to their sexuality. I'm like, yeah, you fucking resort to your muscles. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's not like, cool. Um, what, like, you literally resort to violence and fear, whereas, like, oh, what, we're just sensual sexual beings? Like, excuse me, which one is worse? Right, you know? right. And so I, I do feel strongly about that. And, and, and I'm not saying that's the right way to deal with a woman at all, but women do push buttons, and sometimes they do, but there's a better way to deal with that. Like, a better way to talk to her. You just talk to your lady. Mm -hmm. Talk to your lady about your problems. Open your mouth versus raising your fists or raising your hands. Like, just, just talk. I only believe in raising my hand when a person is forcing themselves at me in a, in a negative way. Like if, if, a, if a lady's slapping my face or punching me, it's my right to block, it's my right to grab her hands and stop her. Mm -hmm. Do I want to get hit anymore? No. And I've had that happen in a relationship in the past. Try to hit me. Well, I'm going to grab your hands and I'm going to pin you down because you're, you're attacking me yeah. versus just speaking to me. You know, you're throwing my things in the house. You're throwing them at me. You're attacking me. You know, now you're not trying to understand me. You're throwing hate at me physically. Mm -hmm. This is a problem. So that, that should be addressed in a better way. And the man with the strength, it's his responsibility to, to handle it in the best way possible. And hitting a lady or doing something to her in a negative way, fear-based, is just not it. Mm -hmm. It's a punk move because you know you have the strength in that moment. Yeah. That's why you threw it. That's why you did it. So just that thought, it's like, yeah, that's whack. You know, I'll defend myself, but I'm not going to attack a lady. And that's the thing. I witnessed that guy do it. She was scared and she caved in. Did he move out? She was still there for a couple of years later after mm -hmm. that fact. Mm -hmm. And she was more scared of him. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because of that threat. Right. So yeah. I've seen things like that and I'm like, I never want to do that. And, and, and yo, years later, that guy died of cancer. So, I mean, and he had multiple women. So it's a, what goes around comes around. So whether you want to act all big and do whatever you want, it doesn't matter if you're male or female, what goes around comes around. So it's best to be an honest human being in the sense of be true to yourself. And if you're dealing with another, understand what's true to them first before you start dealing with them. Mm -hmm. I mean, back in the day, it was always like, guys just want to collect women, you know? And, and Talking like, about and, old times. <laughs> and they would just like, it was like a game. To see like how Pokemon. Many, how many women to collect, right? <laughs> But meanwhile, you know, the, the, the best win is to, like, have her as your girl. And then you just have, like, like multiple trophy. girls, right? Yeah. And then she is supposed to only be with you. And if, she be, if she's with anybody else, you know, then she's a slut. She can't have more than one. Yet, you know, all the guys can have more than one. And you guys are all talking about the multiples, right? Did you participate in that? Where did that idea come from? Was it from, like, culture? Was it from songs? Was it certain role models that were like, yeah, you know, this, this is the way, like, you... You um, win her over, but then collect many of them. You know, just like it's not it's not it just from that. I think I think it is partially cultural and a mix of just male history. It's like just as old as partying is to humans, uh, gossip is. And it's like a guy talking. What what does a guy have to talk about? Like do you think we sit down and think about it? Uh, two two guys in the playground, kids. Two two boys in the playground. They talk about cars in the sandbox. Two guys, two guys in, uh, 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 as, uh, at age of 10, they talk about their action figures and their TV shows. Two guys, uh, 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 teenagers, 
mid teenagers. They're talking about. I hate to say it, but they're talking about the vagina, talking about pussy. They're, they're talking about who they got, who they want, and who they wish they could get a chance with, and they're trying to get it. We're talking about girls. So what do they talk about? Do they like get into granular detail about how they look and all the Some things? guys kiss and tell. And when I say kiss and tell, they're talking about like third base and tell, the home run and tell. It's not, it's not kiss and tell anymore. At that point, it's straight up home run and tell. And most guys get off to that home run and tell business, like uh, the term body count. When I was in college, I'm not going to lie. I mean, call me, call me new, call me fresh. I've seen a lot of things. But in, in high school growing up, body count wasn't a thing. We, we talked about the girls that we, that we were with. And guys talked about the girl, that, like the hot chick and this and that. But it wasn't, it, it was very, it was kind of innocent still. Like it was still kind of innocent in a way compared to today. And today it's body count. Body count, body count, body count. Everyone's talking about that. And personally, I never got into that. But when I heard about it and guys just labeling off stuff, it kind of sickened me personally. But that's only because I grew up with my mom and my mom and my sisters and, you know, my aunts. And I watched them get controlled and abused by men. It's sitting there going, you know, <laughs> how can I sit there and be okay with a bunch, of, a bunch of my homies talking about, you know, chicks like they're a bunch of, lab- like, they're, like, like they're a bunch of ticks on the, on the Pokedex. Like, you know, like, you know, it's like, yo, bro. You know, you're disgusting right now. And some of them I paged on spot, on site, in front of everybody in those moments. And they would say, oh, 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 oh it's a pussy or this and that. Oh, 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 he's not into that. Oh, he's soft, soft, soft. And that's, that's their way of being strong to each other is showing how many girls you got with. But at the end of the day, all those guys are still looking for the next person because they're lonely. Mm. So that means it's still weak. Mm-hmm. It looks weak. If you sit there talking about how many chicks you, you messed with, that means you tagged all these women. How many men's tagged all those women? How many people are they talking about? Are they all talking about you? Those girls are all talking about you because I know you're not with them. So, yeah. you, so, so just as bad as it looks right now, it looks even worse on the other side. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you guys are playing into some foolishness that you probably don't even want. And to you, it looks like trophy business. But on the other side, there's always two sides to a coin in that sense. And on the other side, yeah, some women feel victimized, but at the same time, it's also their strength. You have power over these guys because you've seen their vulnerabilities. And some sides, they don't even show their homies. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So you're seeing these things. And it's like, I, I'm just glad I never participated or put myself in these, in, in these situations. Because I, I was around it, but it just never in, enticed me at all. Well, you were always the unpopular opinion. Like, you would always talk about, like, you want quality girls. That like, you were, like, at a very young I'm a weirdo. 20s. Yeah. Young 20s, you were like, I'm, I'm looking for a wife. And everyone's like, relax yourself. You, know, you remember that? <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm looking for wife material. And everyone's like, you don't know what that is yet. Like, live your life. You're 21. Everyone you know was me? telling me that. So, do you think that you missed out? Or were you just like, no, I just know better? Did you just, like, have a, a different understanding? You're like, this is not... A game for me. As a Libra, I can't. I can't a Libra. As a Libra, I cannot ignore my sides. And half of me was like, "Yo, bro, you're playing yourself. You better play that field, homie. Like, get out there, do the thing, do whatever. <laughs> Just do something." The, the, the other side was like, "No, don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. Hold true to yourself. You'll find the person eventually. You'll be good. You'll find someone that will respect respect you and reciprocate your feelings. And or if they don't understand, agree to disagree in the best possible way. They're the ones like, shut up, pussy. Yo, go out there and do your thing, bro. Go out and do your thing. That's how my head is. Uh-huh. It's like two two, heads. <laughs> two two loud voices going at it, 
and I got to listen to them. And it's like, yo, it's like, whoa, this is real for me. And, for, and, I, and I, when I watch movies like that, where you see the opposites on the shoulders, yeah. I got that. I know that. I know there's other people out there who have that. You can call it a conscience. You can call it a head voice. You can call it spirits. You can call it whatever the heck you want. But it helps you attain your, your, your direction. It helps you attain clarity. And if you can listen to them properly, you can find what you want to find. And for me, I just, I chose to listen to both of them, but in the best possible times. Like, I don't believe that, um, I don't believe in the white and black okay. of things. I do believe that every now and again, the white can be black and the black can be white. It's like, it depends on the situation. Like, not every good thing is good at a bad time. Mm-hmm. So there's a time and place for everything. So if there's time and place for everything, that means something good could be bad at a certain time. Context. Yeah, it's very contextual. So, and that's how I take things. Like you know, I, I I guess that's harder for people to read in in a sense of being who I am. I'm very weird because it's harder to read me. It's based on like the day, the situation, what's going on, the context of the moment. It's like I'm gonna react based on that because I'm actually in tune with that versus like just being surface and just watching and you know doing whatever. Mm-hmm. I never do whatever because I that time in my life is over in a sense. It's like. I was a teenager being wild, acting stupid, saying whatever, doing whatever. And it's like, now I'm at a point where it's like, I need to pay attention in a sense. It's like, it doesn't make me any older, I don't think, because I still feel young. It's just, I'm young, I got energy, and I'm more aware of like, what the hell's going on around me. And it feels better uh, to be that way. And I got that way through time and um, patience and actually working out that resistance, like um, resisting from doing things that, you really don't have an answer for like for example like guys talk about cheating and, su- and stuff like that it's like i would I, I i don't i would resist from something like that or i would resist from something similar to that in another way like um i don't know anything that makes you do something that is undesirable or you can't have an answer to in the moment i would sit there and think about that and never act until i have an answer for it mm-hmm. versus some guys would just be like yolo let's get yeah. drunk you yeah, know, just forget about it, just forget about it and then they end up dealing with it later. Like, you know, a week later, he's got this big drama with this chick and this, this fucking day in, day out conversation, never reaching a conclusion. And then he says, don't make this ruin the friendship or don't let this ruin things with us. And you get to that point and it's like, <laughs> you guys snowballed. And that's yes. how it, that's how it yes. got there. Yeah. And I try not to even start the, start the snowfall. Like, that's how I am. I don't believe in... Um, causing a ripple in the water because if you constantly beat the water, you can't see through it clearly. So it's, it's like, there's always something, it's not very calm. So as, as we are walking oceans, like when we deal with people and others and ourselves, try to deal with it in a clear way. And sometimes it's not easy. And being patient and understanding and sometimes not having to say something is good. Yeah, it's sometimes better to, to move with silence, right? So how did you know your wife when you saw her honestly you know that's interesting because it's like i look back at that and it's like what made me decide i want this is the woman i want to be with it's like personally as 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 a as a as a man i never really as 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 my man myself as a man i never really looked for women in the club i never tried to i went to clubs i had fun but i went there to dance so as a dancer i went there i mean i'm an entrepreneur by by trade but I'm, I, I love to dance and, and that is one of my professions. So I go there and I just get my life and have a good time and meet people and see friends and this and that. And if I met a girl there, that's a bonus, but that's all great. But I never came there with that in my mind. I'm gonna go meet some chicks tonight or I'm gonna go get some numbers. I did hang out with dudes that did it. 
I'm not going to say I'm, I'm, you know, no one's perfect, whatever. Game, yeah. We're around it. I'm around it. I'm in the middle of it. But whatever. Everyone's got that time to play that game. But at the, but in the end of the day, I never really cared about that. I cared about the fact that what I was looking for was something more deeper. And so the way I met her was like, I never tried to get with her. I never actually had eyes for her in that way when I saw her. And, and it's funny, I didn't know, when I met her, I didn't know that would be my woman. I was looking at other women. I was, you know, my, my, my mind was going off on other things. And, I, and she was just a, like a friend to me. She understood me in ways that most people never did. And, not, and not, not a lot of women take the time to understand me in that way. I first met her dancing uh, in a dance class. And I wasn't there to meet anybody anyway. I was there to take a class. And I was there with a friend of mine. And we danced. And I just noticed that she was so different than everyone. The, the way she spoke, the way she responded to questions, the way she acted. It was like, whoa, this person's interesting. That was my first thought. Then, I didn't see her for like two years. We, we hung out here and there. I didn't see her for two years. What got me was that one night we sat down and spoke for three to four hours. I don't remember what the time was because the time just kept going. So why did you talk to her for four hours? We were at a party and everyone started to clear out. And then she was still there up. It was like three in the morning. She was still up, wide awake. I was still wide awake. And instead of going home or inviting her over and like, like doing, doing the after party thing. Yo, you want to come back to my place or you want to, you know, I, I did not initiate it that way. I was just like. Yo, you want to get something to eat? Like, I'm pretty hungry. And I naturally was. Like, so I was like, yo, I want to make something to eat. And she's like, you make, you cook? And I was like, yo, I'll cook something right now. She goes, it's three in the morning. Aren't you tired? I'm like, yo, I'm up right now. I, I, I surprisingly feel awake. So she goes, okay, I was going to look for something to eat. But if you want to make something, where are you going to make it? And I'm like, okay, let's leave here. And let's go back to mine. And I'll make something to eat. I made a, I cooked up a, I cooked up a salad. I made some chicken on a grill. I started just doing stuff okay. in the middle of the night. So I'm cooking. We're talking and we're just talking about dance and everything and everything. I didn't even have eyes for her like that. I never had thoughts like at that moment, didn't have thoughts for her like that. I didn't think about sleeping with her or anything like that. We're, we're talking, hanging out, catching up. We end up talking for like three or four hours, sitting on the couch, just talking about life and things that happened to us. And there's a gap period where I didn't see her for a couple of years. So I want to know what happened during that time. And she told me and I was like, wow, like a lot of, a lot of it's hard to explain, but a lot happened to her and me and everything and just the way we ran into each other and just the, everything that, that, that happened, it really felt like we had known each other forever. Like it wasn't like, a, I, I've had many times where I felt like I'd known someone for a long time and just met them in a club or met them at a party or we had a, we had a great time and I felt like, wow, it's good. But this was different than that. It was like, wow, this person, I could probably spend my life with a person like this. That's all I thought in my mind. It was like, it's not so much about how she looked. Okay. Actually, it was so different for me at that very moment. It was like, I never, I was surprised because looks are a lot for me. I hate to say that, but I'm not a shallow guy, but I, I'm not, I got to be honest. I got to be honest. And, and looks are first. Looks yeah. are not first, but their looks are a factor. Okay. It's not first. It's not first. Personality is first. Like, because you're, but I got to sit around with, with you. Looks. I do start with the looks. I do. I do. I do. Okay, but, but it's not first. It's just, you just start with it. I start because you can't ignore your fact. Your eyes. I look. I lay my eyes on this person. Like it's eye candy. Jeez, you know. Like you know. I can't ignore that. But at the same time, it it mentally, it's not my first drawing factor. It's like yeah, looks are there. Bang. That's a bonus. Bang on. She's hot. Yo, let me let me hear what she has to say first. And it's boom. And she what's she talking about? What does she care about? Is she fake? You know, like you can tell if you really really know real from fake. You can tell when someone starts talking to you about some fake shit. They don't stuff. They don't even believe it. Like, you know what I mean? 
And everything she had to say, I was like, yo, this person means every word out of their mouth. There's, she didn't pick up her phone once. She didn't swipe around and look down at it at all in those three hours. She threw the phone and started talking to me. So that right there was like, whoa, this person is actually talking to me. Everything is real right now. So I took advantage of the moment. I, I threw my controller. My games were over there. My phone was over there. My, I, I wasn't even eating. We were just talking. You can barely get me to do that kind of thing, like on a phone, ever. No one. If I want, anyone is hearing this and knows me, you know I ain't on the phone for that long. You know I don't do phones. And if you know, getting me in a conversation for that long is tough. So it's like, it's to like, be that focused to be that, that focused for that long and not pick up anything. It's like, yo, this person is getting my attention in, in the best way. It's like, I'm interested to know what, went, what, she, what happened to her, what went through, what she thinks. And not because I'm trying to get the, get the pokey. Like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, yeah, I'm not because I'm trying to sleep with her. I'm just trying to, I was like, wow. I just like, I could sit here and listen to her and just talk with her forever. I love that it was about her. Yeah. So usually it's kind of like, she completes me because of completes me. me. But like, you just literally said like, this person keeps my attention. Yeah. Which is, you know, very different than usually you want her to satisfy your attention. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, after that first night, how did it unfold? We, we kept having dates and we'd go out and do things, you know, cause I kept telling her like, oh, I want to see you again. And sometimes I wouldn't even message her. I would just show up to her house like at night on my way home from work and I would just drop off some food. And I'd be like, yo, you know, I, I was so hungry. And I, I thought about you while I was eating. And I was like, yo, maybe she'd be hungry too. And I just dropped it off. And she's like, whoa, no one ever just brought me food. And you just drop it off and then leave? Oh, yeah. That's it? I drop it off, tell her, yo, I, I just want to, I got to go home. I got some things to do. But I just wanted you, like I thought of you. And I just want, I did it a bunch of times. I just dropped by and just like, yo, here's some food. Yo, I know you're probably hungry because I, I know her. Like she does a lot of work and she's out and doing things. that She may not have Time a meal. Okay. And she might eat small things, but she might not have a meal. And I would always bring, like, I'm eating something. I know I'm eating, filling myself. And I'm like, yo, she's probably hungry. Yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order something for her and just drop it off. And I would drop it off and go home. Like, I wouldn't drop it and just be like, yo, so can I come in? <laughs> you know, like I something. love that it was just for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was selfless. Yeah. Whereas usually it's like, oh, this is, this is my ticket in. So I'd want that for me, too. And that's the thing. I really believe in do unto others as you'd have them do to you. Like, treat people as you want to be treated. So it's like, yo, if someone really knew me and they knew how, what I like to eat and they were eating it and they're like, yo, bro, I'm here at the spot, bro. Are you eat today? Are you good? Like, yo, I'm probably going to pass by your neighborhood. You want some of this? I'd be like, yo, this guy loves me. Like, yo, guy, girl, doesn't matter. Like, yo, yeah. really? Yo, respect. Please, please, please hook it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's just a nice thought to know that a person cares about you enough to do that. And on top of it, someone that you care about and love and like a lover. That even feels better. So after the first day, did you say like I have intentions of dating you? Like, how, or did you did you say there was romantic interest? Like, how I did, did tell her. Yeah, I did tell her I really I really like her, and I did make a make a move on her. I, I made a move, you know. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I made a move. I sealed the deal. But it's like I told okay. her. I I told her. Even today, she might even think differently because you know, girls. When a guy makes a move on a girl, they always have their way, their view of it, and. It's probably not even my view at all. Like, what I'm about to tell you, yeah. I'm sure it's her. She has a different way of thinking of it. But it's like, my intention is what's important. And my intention was, I wanted, like, companionship with her and, like, just someone to reflect off of. And in, in every way, in every manner of, uh, of a relationship, like, 
It doesn't have to be all sexual. It could be anything, anything. I just wanted to reflect everything off with her. And like, and sex is part of it. Uh, relationship is part of it. Jokes is part of it. Hate is part of it. Everything, everything. I just wanted to be around this person. I said to her, you know, like I, I, I made a move on her. I made a move first and then I labeled it after. I think that's, that's what happened. And I didn't really intend to like label anything. What do you mean? I made the move, like I made the move, I initiated like making out and doing things and, and we were just friends. So I'm the one who took the, the step forward to make it more. And I, I think she had those thoughts, but she never mentioned anything about in, being interested in me or anything like that. She never said anything like that. So when I made those moves and she didn't say no to any of them and she didn't uh, refuse anything, I didn't think that, I didn't force anything, but I didn't think that she was against anything. So I played it like that. Go as go as as it is. And we and we we sometimes had times where we messed around, sometimes we didn't, and we hung out every now and again. And we just kept doing this for a while. And then one day she hit me with the um Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> what is this and what are we? I was frozen. Like as most guys are, like I was frozen in my tracks. I don't even remember feeling my toes. Like I I couldn't feel my feet. That that that's what it was. Like she hit me with it and I was like, oh I thought we were gonna go chill today and then she hit me with that. I was like, this evening's over. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, this is like, whoa, she wants me to label it now. She's confused. And I was hoping like, whoa. But I thought you said you labeled it. I didn't. I said I was interested in her. I didn't say I want you to be my girl. Oh my go- okay, semantics. Right? Okay. It was, I was, I was so a typical guy. Okay, go ahead. I, I made the move and then I labeled it after this. As a, we're, we're doing it. Yeah, after she asked me, then I just put oh. the label. But before that, I wanted it to just be what it was. How long was that flow stage? maybe two or three weeks. Okay. You know, I think about that. Yeah. And then she asked me, she basically put it to me like, you know, to be honest with you, she put me in a corner <laughs> in, in, in a way. And it was like, so what is this? What do you want to do? And what are we, where are we headed with this? And what is this? And I was like, so what kind of answer are you looking for? And how long were you going to give me to give you that answer? How long would you give me? And she's like, if you don't if, have an answer now. Yeah. She's on. like, yeah. She's literally like, well, I, I kind of wanted an answer, but I'll be, I'll be, generous and i'll say you know 24 to 48 hours 48 hours is way too generous and i went whoa 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 so you're getting me two days to give you a real answer to think about it she goes if it takes that long then, then that's yeah your answer. then that's pretty much it and i was like oh and i was kind of standing there like give me a second and i stood back i took a step back and stood there for like five minutes and i was like oh shit self-talk you know like talk to talk to the homies upstairs and it's like yo guys this is an abrupt decision you know guys we gotta we gotta we gotta you be all in guys? yeah we, we gotta be all in <laughs> We all in, guys? We all in? One of them is like, yo, you owe it to her. Like, you guys went in. You guys, you shared a little more. You've spent a quality time in, 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 in more ways. One side was like, yo, You're just in. give her an answer. Go ahead. The other one was like, wait, 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 wait. And he was just quiet. Like, <laughs> just wait, 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 wait. And he was never giving me the... But no answer. Just no wait. answer. Just wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't, no don't, yet. not yet. And it's like, how long do you want me to wait? This is, this is nerve-wracking. Because <laughs> she's putting me in a corner. I'm in a corner. I feel nervous. This dude's saying go. This guy's saying, hold on, hold on. And I'm like, yo, hold on. What, what do what? I do? <laughs> you know what I do here? Am I saying yes forever? Because I'm the type of guy that does believe in forever. Okay. And that's the difference. Because some guys are like, oh, this is good for now. So yeah, I'm all in. I love you. I yeah. love you. And I've right. seen guys do that. I love you. And they're, and they're like, yeah, I'm about to get that. And I, that's their key to getting in. And it's like it kind of shame that that's all it was, a couple of words to get in, to get in there and well, get, get on her good side. But it was a lie, you know? And I, I don't believe in that because everything you say 
can or will be held against you, and it doesn't have to be a court. It doesn't have to be law. It's her, her, her heart law. Like, you know, yeah, law. Okay. the law of her heart, and it will come back at you in any time and anywhere. It doesn't matter. It's, with a vengeance. With all of it. <laughs> with a brick. You know, it's coming. You know, it's okay. like you know what goes around comes around. So I'm like, you know, I don't want to lie to her because like this is it. You know, if I lie, I'm it's on top of my real answer, and it gets gets worse. I kept digging holes. I don't want to dig holes. So I was like, yo, give me, give me, you know, till tonight. And she was like, okay, okay, so let's go. Let's just go continue with our evening. So that kind of calmed her down for a little bit. I had more time to think. We went out. I come back from the event and I was on our way out of their place. We were hanging out and doing things. I stopped her in the park as we're walking. I stopped her and I said, uh, I wrote on a piece of paper, will you actually be my girlfriend? And I wrote yes or no and circle the box. Circle, circle which one you decide. And I handed it to her the paper. I said, I don't, I'm not the best with words, but here. And she goes, what is this? And she opened the paper and she's like, oh. And she grabbed, she goes, you have a pen? I was like, ha, ha, ha. I was like, yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, this is all right. She's playing the game. You know, it's fun. And, then, and she circled, yes. I was like, all right, <laughs> we're in. And I'm like, you know, I wanted to ask you properly. She's like, this is proper for you? And I'm like, it's something. It's something. So did you feel like you had to man up to, to respect her at that level? Yeah. Because she called you out, right? Yeah, she called me on the cards. And it's like, yeah, the cards are in my, in my, on my favor in a sense. It's like, everything's on my end now. She, I know what she wants. And for the first time in my life, you know, she was the first woman to show me more than just like fun, fun, fun all the time and just uncertainty. It was like, she actually is pointing the laser at me. Instead of saying, I got my laser in five different places right now. Are you going to stimulate me? It was not that. It was like, it was like, yeah. It was like, yo, I want you. Do you want me back? And if you do want me back, if you do want me the same way, then I'm willing to go on this journey with you. She didn't say what it was. She was like, I- I'll, do, I'll do this if you want it. But if you don't really want me, then I'm going to get the hell out of here. I don't want to do this, whatever it is we're doing right now anymore. She literally said to me, if you had said no... Like, I don't really want to label this, and I just like kind of like what this, this is. I did ask her, what, what would you have done if I had played the other way? Like, I just want to keep having fun. She'd have been like, all right, well, then I, we would have been friends, and I would have said no more of this, and I would have left to Montreal, and I would have went all traveled, and I would have just did everything I wanted to do. I probably would have been a lesbian, maybe. And I went, whoa! So that's like a whole different path she would have taken. And I had not known at all what was in her mind when I was making my decision. Of course. You get it? Yeah. So it's like when I was sat there, I was like, wow! Like, that was a turning point for you. Of course. Yeah, she for, for me, it wasn't. I don't know. Because it wasn't my question at the time. Are we something? It wasn't me that was thinking, well, I think what would we be? girls initiate it because they're ready. You know? mm-hmm. And they're at a, a crossroads. And they're like, I'm going left or right? Are you coming with me? With <laughs> yeah. Left or I'm going right? Like, yeah. which, which one is it? Um, because I need to know now. And if... You don't answer me, I'm going by myself on the other on the other side, right? And I fully so, respected that. But at the same time, I understand that now you're pushed to a position where you're not ready to answer. Not ready. So when guys either lie and say in either way, say they're not ready when they are, but they're just scared, or they say yes when they don't mean it. Right. Around, right? <laughs> so on both ends... Caught. When... Like, you were, you were caught, like, off guard, right? So mm-hmm. how, how did you come up with an actual true answer? Because I would say most of the time, guys just pick any answer. And they, then they're, they're stuck with one or the other. Either it's like, fuck, I lie and say yes, or I lie and say no. Uh, 
out of whichever fear that they have more of fear of losing or fear of having right it's fear and and my answer came from my my like my motto it's like in life it doesn't matter what emotion you've got it comes from fear and love and it's like in that moment i had to not choose fear i had to choose love what is the love answer it's like give her what she needs to know tell her the truth you're wasting her time if you don't one True. two um, I'm also cheating myself out of a possible good experience if I can never come to that answer or if I lie to her and tell her I don't know what I'm feeling instead of telling her I don't know what I'm feeling I love you yes let's do it uh, whatever you want and it's like that's also a cop-out and that's not what I want to do because obviously I'm not being true to myself or her so at the at the point of it I wanted to be true to myself and by being true to myself I believe in being honest to the person's feelings so she really wanted to know what my feelings were and it was like yes i do really care about you but i don't know if this is like infatuation or love yet but i do know that you're showing me sides of a relationship that i really do want in another and then now you have to put in that effort now i really right? got to put in that effort because so she's, she's calling me <laughs> she's calling me out so and i did did play that card i was like you know what maybe she's showing me the man i could be by challenging me and that's kind of what i did i took the challenge it's like, can I marry this person? Can I be with this person? When I said yes, she was asking me if I was going to be her man. She wasn't asking me if I was going to be her husband. But at that moment, I decided I was going to be her husband. Why did you jump to that conclusion? Because when you choose, I mean, at the time, I was, I already been in a lot of relationships. So I already knew what I wanted, what I didn't want by that time. Whether, whether or not she, just, she knew whether she wanted that or not, I knew what I wanted, what I didn't want. How old were you by then? Uh, I was like 28. I had a lot of relationships where I thought where I saw what I didn't want and I saw what I did want and I saw you know, even other relationships of people that are going through things and I'm I'm very observant in that way and it's like everything that someone does is a lesson to some and it's like yeah I, I'm I'm not trying to learn I'm not purposely trying to walk around and learn from people but when I do see a lesson in the moment I definitely take it in. Okay, so what would you say as advice to single people now in their 30s, like your age, that either want like a husband or longevity a type person they want yeah. that that connection that you're saying how do they go and seek that i mean even your version was accidental right? yes it was and there's no like organic meeting people anymore especially now with covid right so <laughs> how would how would you ask the right questions or when would be the good time to like call someone out and be like what are your intentions you know like when, when do we have those conversations how, how do you do that <laughs> Well, given the situation, um, I know we're not supposed to meet up really in quotation, like meet up, but um, any way that you, that, that you best communicate is best. Like some people communicate through letter and they really get all their emotions out, their thoughts come out in letter. If you really feel that way strongly and you can write a good letter to someone that you care about, write a letter to him, write a letter to her. Maybe he or she will understand. Also, finding out if you really wanna know someone, Try learning more about them in the, in, in the best way possible. Talk about things. Communicate with each other. Be patient. Understand like a, a, a person's, um, what do you call it, um, when they disagree. When they disagree with you, instead of saying like, oh, that sucks or whatever. It's like, yo, it's Try like, why. Yeah, why do you disagree? Why? Why do you think that way? I think we don't ask enough questions. And personally, when I was growing up, I didn't know all the right questions to ask. And even as an adult still have trouble with finding the right questions to ask at certain times so it's like i think the best thing to do is to ask questions i i totally appreciate that like i think only now have i grown to that where 
I mean, I was always on the attack. I'm always on the <laughs> You know that, right? So now I'm like, hold on. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to lead with love because that's what I want. I want love. Yeah. If I've been leading with hate, then that's what I've been getting, hate, right? So I'm asking questions because I see shady behavior, so I call it out and I say, why do you act like this? And I honestly just want to understand why you act like that, right? Maybe it's they're afraid of talking to someone like me for whatever reason. Maybe I intimidate them. Maybe this or that, right? Okay, why are you intimidated? What right. did I do wrong, right? So I just want to understand now, and that's why all I do is ask questions. And I don't talk anymore, you know what I mean? I just ask now. And I think people have forgotten how to ask, Yeah. you know, because they're so focused. I used to be so focused to get my point across. I didn't <laughs> give a shit about what you were going to say. So I would never listen. I would never learn and never understand. So I really value that. I'm going to wrap up with what negative thoughts do girls have about themselves that you wish could change? The need to have to express themselves physically. I'm kind of, I'm kind of against the need for it. It's like you don't need or have to show your body to be appreciated or to be seen or to be loved. But you and don't think it's empowering it, it can be empowering because I, I do understand the, the female side of it. Like one of my friends explained to me that women have been objectified and pushed down and done a lot of things for years. And I, yes, I totally agree with that. Like a thousand percent. But then it's like, now you're playing fire with fire. Mm -hmm. You're now using what they've been using on you, on them, instead of them actually cowering down and going, okay, I'm sick and tired of this now. I'm going to stop doing it. They're still doing it. They're doing they more of it now. <laughs> and now they're going to pay, you know? So, so like, I feel like the ladies have been trying to use it as a weapon to get back at them and to, to make men or whoever is objectifying them feel either understand or, or stop doing it or to respect them more, but it's perpetuating it yeah. instead of, instead of actually getting rid of the fact. And the fact is still on the table. And it's like, after all these years of showing your beautiful selves, what have you achieved? Have you achieved the goal yet? Cause I don't think so. We're still pervs. <laughs> yeah, you girls tried to be that, that, that female power and use their, their weapon against them, but it just became a bigger weapon. And then what are, what are younger girls seeing now? It's so much easier. Like I work in elementary schools and I see younger girls and they're on there looking at, whoa, this person's on OnlyFans or I know that girl's sister. She's in high school and she's on there. She does that and she looks so beautiful. I could look like that too. And these younger girls are now seeing that it's a norm. And so now and they look up to that. They look up to that. Way to get money and empowerment when it's money, so empowerment, yes. uh, attention, and it's like, wow, it gets you everything that you wanted in the worst way. And so many women have multitudes of talents. Like their their looks are just the that's just like the foundation of what she's got going for her. Most women I see that's beautiful. They got way more things going for them than that beauty itself. It's really funny when I said I was gonna make podcasts. My friend was like. But what if people want to look at you? And I was like, why does that matter? Why do they need to look at me? Why right. is that a problem? Why does you know, that why matter? Why is that a thing? Why is that a right? thing? And I was just like, I don't want you to look at me. That's why I want the podcast. I want, <laughs> to, I want you to listen to the conversation, not look at me. What ends yeah. up happening? We get all these guys and they say, I like the sound of your voice. <laughs> you know, like I can't, I can't get away from it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This he, well, he was not listening to any of it. <laughs> he just got what lost. Last question for you. Mm -hmm. Out of everything we talked about, what topics would you like another man to elaborate on more on another episode? Uh, the topic of, I mean, I don't want to say equality, but what does it take for you to understand your opposite? What does it take for you to understand your opposite? 
because there's like a, there's like a moment in time where the man now turns away from his sports, turns away from his beer, turns away from his spliff, turns away from his music, and 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 just turns around and just looks at her in her eye and goes, "What'd you just say?" That moment is his, his like laser-like focus. What does what does it take to get his focus, to get him to get what you want, to get him to listen to how you feel, to get him to understand what you're going through? What does it take to get that triggering moment, that triggering moment where he actually stares at you and gives you that focus? Awesome. Thank you so much for this. And thank you for having me. This is great. So what did we think of today's episode? I think this is the first happily married man that I've interviewed on the show, and hopefully not the last. I love that he's focused so much on understanding his partner and is such a huge advocate of equality in relationships. I think we're easily distracted today, which makes it more challenging than ever to sit down and have a real conversation, especially one about feelings, intentions, and the potential future with someone. Thanks so much for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you want to be on the show, slide into my DMs at Miss Amanda Chen on Instagram, and I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye for now.